It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What up? This is Myron and you are listening or watching the Rye Bread and Mustard, a Mariners podcast, the alternative underground back alley, underbelly, down on the docks on the other side of the tracks, speakeasy dive bar style podcast of and about and surrounding the Mariners that you are, like I said, listening maybe on the Odyssey Network or on Odyssey Sports or on some podcast service listen i'm not gonna judge you that's what the judicial system is for and the baseball gods are for okay or maybe you're checking this out on youtube or on our socials we're on instagram we're on youtube <laughs> we're on uh twitter and we are on facebook say hello and you know what maybe if you're on apple pods i don't know maybe say hello by giving us one of those uh those reviews, you know, maybe one of those five-star ratings. You know, we like those five-tool baseball players here on this podcast, but you know what we like more than that, those five-star reviews. Also, if you like the Rye Bread and Mustard and Mariners podcast gear that you've seen on our socials or maybe on the YouTube and you're like, but I don't like the podcast, but I do, I do love those shirts and those hoodies. You can get those from at simply.cora. That's right. That's at simply.cora on Instagram. Also, if you're checking out this episode and you missed uh, some episodes this week, I I beg you. No, I I know. Actually, I'm going to give you a hot tip. Go back and listen to our episode with NBC's Grand Cruise, Carl Tart. It's a great, it's a great fun episode. Uh, lots of revealing stuff actually about me on there from him. Um, also, he talks about when he was writing on Brock Meyer, shares his uh, time on uh, the set of Moneyball and being on Drunk History. Um, you also can check him out on uh, Star Trek uh, Lower Decks. And of course, he's always on Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast, or on Gossip King's podcast, or his other Patreon podcast, Flagrant Ones. He's got, he's got more credits than I can even remember or read fast enough. Anyways, go check out that episode with Carl Tart. But today, on today's episode, listen... We're on a winning streak. We just swept a game. And guess what? That means this is a happy, positive episode. When there's a happy, positive episode without too much criticism, I know the guy to call. Here's the big reveal if you're watching this on YouTube. Chris Copacino, he's back. Is this your uh, season two premiere? 
I think this is my debut. Yeah. This is your like, debut. <clears throat> I feel like I went to extended spring training, but I'm here now. You're here. You just got called. You just called called up. You're like a Dylan Moore. You, you you haven't been on here because you also had some sort of core injury. Is that correct? No, that isn't correct. <laughs> That's just being 41, man. <laughs> well, look, the Mariners are on a four-game winning streak. I think this ties uh -huh. their longest winning streak of the season, if I'm if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's the A's too. I mean, they got to beat the A's, but they did. Yeah, the last time we played the A's, we didn't take care of business. I was there. I was there uh, at the end of the season last year. And what was crazy was that's when Julio ended up going on the DL was in Oakland. I was actually at the game when he was in center field, and they called timeout, and I didn't know what was going on. And all of a sudden, the training staff was walking out, and it was kind of like, oh, who are they going out for? And mm -hmm awfully i mean just terribly i have to admit i was hoping it was whoever was in right field <laughs> left field at the time it was kind of reminding me of that scene from uh uh league of their own when uh jimmy dugan gets the news that you know one of <laughs> one of the ladies like husbands had perished in world war ii and he's walking down the line of like who's again no i don't want it to be here no i don't want it to be yeah, you know you don't totally. want it to be anybody but you're like definitely not that person and of course you know the funny thing about that, there's probably 1,500 people in the stadium, so you could go up to each one and ask their, their individual opinion. <laughs> yeah, there, there was not. But, you know, at, in Oakland Stadium, when you're when you're checking us out at Ricky Henderson Field or whatever they want to call it now, uh, the, the stadium, it always, it always changes. But uh, there might be only 1,500 people in there, and there might be 800 seats in front of you. You are not mm -hmm. allowed to go sit in those seats. There's there's actually more ushers and and uh, stadium employees, I believe, than than fans. So you get you get assigned to like two chaperones when you go to the games. There. <laughs> you know what I was thinking about today? I I was I was watching some of the game, and they play walk up music. You know, and like I just having worked in game ops for a little bit, like I could just and and when the Mariners were bad and they're still drawing okay, but like. I could just like the the feigned like you know puppet mastery of like trying to play exciting walk up music for yeah. the A's. God, you talk about just hey man, just grin and bear it, and we're gonna get through it. But just uh, that's it's gotta be a tough existence. It, it yeah, and you know what's crazy about watching the game on TV or on the radio it is like no other stadium it's similar to, to spring training you hear and see everything that's everything. going on it's almost everything. like you're there you, you you hear everybody's entrance music you hear like what they play for strikeouts or like a foul ball or any little little side little yeah. side like yeah. uh music drops uh you also could hear today these screaming kids that were in the right. stadium it was it was like i complain like, sometimes about the sunday games at the mayor there's nothing like this was just a sea of screaming kids today right it, it in a fuller ballpark kelnick probably doesn't get thrown out yesterday but because you know he he says something that the umpire can hear like he's standing right next to him because there's no ambient noise to drown it out <laughs> and he got tossed yeah he was talking to himself i think i think that's what's going on He's like, I don't think he was happy about the strike fucker. one. That was I don't not, think he was happy about yeah. the strike one call. No, 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 no. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of the fights that you know now, you know, you go back and you watch a lot of these fights, and sometimes you're like, "What were they mad at? They swung at strike." Like a lot of for a lot of casual fans that might be just checking this out right now, mm -hmm. a lot of the time when you see people get ejected, it's and maybe 50-50, It's not that third strike. 
Mm-hmm. Something that happened early in the bat that changed the course of their bat, and then they they they, they couldn't shake it. Yeah. Um, have you been to Oakland Stadium before? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you've been. There. It's a shithole. It's it a is. total shithole. <laughs> it it is. I always say it's the kingdom is as if it got into an auto accident and it hit like a semi and slid underneath and decapitated everybody. And, but now it's, it's a convertible, so but the kingdom was in better shape than that. Like, I, I, I feel so like bad. it was like, if you took the top off the kingdom, there's a little bit more, a little bit more fun in there. I saw a thing tonight that they said um, that Wrigley field used to be so dumb, you know, it's just old and dumpy. And then they kind of, you know, obviously put some money into it, but made the charm and the nostalgia come back. And you could do that there, but I don't think they're going to because I don't think their owner is motivated to put his money into it. And the city has proved that they're not going to put money into it yeah. uh, because they've been talking about it for 15 years. And therefore, your your Oakland days are going to be the Las Vegas days uh, before we know it. Yeah, as soon as they get an indoor baseball stadium, they're gone. Totally. I mean, totally. and and look when the when the Raiders went there, that that was that. That's really. <laughs> if I have to go to Vegas and watch the Mariners, though, you're not going to complain. You... I I know, <laughs> I know. I have a lot of friends, uh, you know, from college, and stuff like that, uh, up in the Bay Area, and a lot of them are are diehard A's fans. So I do feel so sympathetic when I go, and the people, the fifteen hundred to two thousand people that show up there religiously really do love the A's and that's that's too bad but I mean it's too bad they, they don't even have enough fans to fill up one hotel in, in Vegas Fuck. I think I mean we're in Seattle we're very sensitive right rightfully so uh to to our teams leaving um but in that case it just seems like it's inevitable like you just you just there's no support and you know have having spent a little bit of time in the Bay Area, the, the Giants ruled the town. The the A's are this ugly stepsister. And, you know, now that the Golden State Warriors have moved downtown, um, there's really not, not much happening out there. Um, no, not so, in that area. There's a couple yeah. of outhouses. No, it, it, it's, it's, <laughs> it's bad. I've stayed in that area. But I will say, bang for your buck, uh, you know, uh, you can hop on a plane and you can stay literally at the airport and go to the games yeah. every day. Yeah. And pretty much that's all you want to do. You go, go to the Marriott oh, yeah. and, then, and then you go to the game and then you come back to the Marriott and that, and that's about it. Um, and the BART, the BART takes you right to the front door. So it works. Yeah, it, it does. It does work. Um, so, all right, right after this, we're going to get into, uh, we got to go to break, but we're going to get right into, um, the Oakland A series. We're going to break it down real quick. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. If this was the start of a road trip, I think the Mariners get off, get off and, and, and get off to a hot start, but then they had to go to the East Coast. That's just my personal, like, yep. human feeling on this. They get to Oakland, they're worn down. At least they have some sort of, like, juice going into this game one. Yeah, I... Those are the dynamics of baseball, right? Because you play so many damn games, and the reality is that even when you're scuffling to get that one win on a Sunday where you had to battle your ass off and you win it, and you're you know, it looks like you may not win it, but you you find a way and you win it, that that kind of buoys you, and then you come into Oakland, and you're of course you're supposed to beat Oakland, but they're you know. They're major league teams, and so to sweep them, you're going to sweep them. And now you feel better about yourself, you know, the whole idea of, of, of belief. So, um, you know, you and you did that, and you got guys all over your lineup scuffling. Now, at any given time in a major league lineup, you're going to have one or two guys not going so well. You know, the reality is it's glaring when you got Julio, France, uh, Teoscar, and Gino before today not – producing them. Those are your yeah, guys. the top like, of the, the those top your, of the those are your dudes. Those are your dudes. Yeah, the, the top of the lineup looked like what the end of the lineup was doing. Mm-hmm. But you know, mm-hmm. when these things happen, like as we know, these don't last forever. It just sucks when mm-hmm. it happens when you're on a road trip and you're playing teams like Philadelphia and you're playing teams like Toronto, and then you're yeah. going into a team like Oakland, which you're like, we they should be smashing on these guys and this is kind of what's happening. This is exactly what kind of happened last year at the, you know, in September when, when they, you know, to be fair, they clinched, but they had a, a, they could have clinched a lot earlier in the season, but the front mm-hmm. of the lineup kind of, kind of, uh, you know, went cold and it, it's baseball. that's going to happen. Yeah. You know, it's what's happened too is there's, you know, there's the fantasy sports of baseball where, you know, everyone just keys in on offense, but low key, you know, the Mariners have the best FOR pitching staff in the major leagues um, mm-hmm. by a full by a full point. Um, and we always knew this team was going to be predicated on pitching and they were going to pitch their ass off. And we get, you know, but so thankfully they've pitched their ass off. And, and you know, even in those games they lost in Toronto, where they give up? They gave up like three runs in those two losses, right? Or whatever. Like yeah. it's bananas. So they're pitching their ass off. And you go back to Philadelphia. It's the same as well. Totally. And, and Kirby and, has the game of his life. He throws his first complete game and he loses. You know. And, but he and, said. But and, let we're focusing on the pitching though. Totally. And this is my this is this is my debut. But you know, and you brought me on on a ray of sunshine, and I appreciate that. I'm going to come on and apologize <laughs> to the Mariners. That said. You remember last year, we we talked a lot about earlier in the season, they just couldn't score runs, and we had the shit list and all these different things. <laughs> and, and, and and I will remember, and you will remember that after the they got swept by the Angels, people were calling for services jobs. And the, the reality was they just weren't hitting. They were losing games 3-2, 4-2, 2-1, 2-0. They will hit. Those guys will hit enough. But if, if this team can continue to pitch and there's more reinforcements coming, the Bryce Miller, it looks like they're going to call up another guy tomorrow I saw um, in their bullpen, you know, they're going to continue to pitch. And, and if you can only give up two or three runs a game and, and score four, then that's the recipe. They just, you know, 
the reality is early in this season, the one run games haven't gone their way and they haven't got enough offensive production yet, but, but those will change. I mean, Julio's too good to be hit 230 something the rest of the year and look lost like he is now. France, for, I don't think France is hurt. France is just in a funk. You know, Sanchez, you know, a, a might um, regress a little bit, but he's a streaky dude. You know, he had a ball yeah, and out he, today. And if and he regresses, get- if he regresses, he was a guy who was carrying the entire offense. So, like, if you just yeah. become one of the guys, that's fine. Yeah. And Tiascar is a kind of a wild card. He strikes out a lot, but we know he hits the ball hard. I think as it warms up, he'll be better. And and he can be betressed a little bit with having Tremel up here and hitting the ball. And I know, Myron, how you feel about Tremel. There is deep platonic man love for uh Tremel. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a minute to well, bask in your Tremel glory. Okay. Go ahead. Well, Go let, for it. Go for let, it. Let, let me say something before I get into my love letter to Tremel. You said warm weather, right? One thing we haven't the Mariners have not played in any warm weather. Like I'm trying to think. I think when they went on the East, sorry, when they went on the East, uh, the Midwest trip to Chicago to the White Sox, there was some warmer weather in that area. And actually, they got better weather in Chicago and Cleveland than they've had all month. And and those were the games I pegged with. Well, we're going to see those games in the summer because they're going to get rained out or snowed out or frozen out. They didn't. But the Mariners for the last couple of weeks, I mean, I was up there in Seattle for the last home since it was miserable. It was yeah. it was miserable. It yeah. was cold. Uh, it, you, you look at a lot of the guys on the team, too. These guys are like Caribbean blooded dudes. I mean, like this cold weather, it sucks if you're not. I grew up in Seattle and, you know, now I've moved down to California and yeah, I've lost my cold bones to do any, you know, a lot of things when I first get back. You have to get acclimated to it. That's the human side to it. I think that's going to happen. And then um, you're talking about the pitching. I mean, going back to all of these games, you know, at the start of the year, people are going, oh, the pitching's not the same. You lose Robbie Ray. And look at this week that this pitching staff has outside of Marco Gonzalez's start. Okay, so out of one game on this road trip, the starting pitching was solid, and the bullpen has been lights out, lights out. And then another thing, yes, the Mariners, We, I'm right there with you. A lot of sloppy play. Me and Hanson have been talking about a lot of sloppy play that some of the play doesn't even show up in, in the in the uh, score box or uh, in the box score. Uh, they were doing a lot of that in April. And, and the episode before we talked to Carl, we said what the title of the episode was, what did we see in April that we don't want to see in May? Um, we've already come into May with them playing pretty damn good defense here in this Oakland series. Um, we also, you know, have seen carried from the end of April to now the bullpen is back. The bullpen is, 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 is what's been holding this down until the offense has started. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited about what I've seen with that. I mean, going into play Houston, you know, the world champions, not only that, the team that puts you out, the team that you've been chasing and getting your ass kicked for the last couple of years, you're going into it with, with a four game winning streak. That's good. And also we've seen the emergence of one Taylor Trammell and as, as he's called Tay Tay and his, and his counterpart at that position, AJ. So I'm looking for the AJ and Tay Tay or the Tay Tay and AJ shirts trademarked here. Rye bread, mustard, a Mariners podcast, get them at at simply.cora on Instagram. But uh, wow, that position has, we've seen a big, we've seen a big change here in the last weeks which also made me 
asked this question to Hannah. I go, if we can see this from AJ every like 10 days or every two weeks, have these monster games, that's what he was brought here for. And that he's yeah. meeting my expectations. And yes, you know, I love me some Taylor Chamel. He's actually one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet on the team. Ty France is super nice. J Rod's super nice, but uh, Taylor Chamel. My God, that, that dude is uh, super nice. Hopefully everybody gets a chance to meet him. Like what, what he seems like, he seems like he's really like that in real life. Yeah. Tramel, I mean, let's keep, you know, he was such a uh, big prospect to San Diego that, um, you know, when we got him, people were excited because he was, I think the number one prospect are you know, high in their high in their uh, it was really high for a while, but but you know AJ Pollock is is a is a professional hitter. He was what Tommy Lestella was supposed to be, and just didn't pan out. And I guarantee that Tommy Lestella is going to land someplace else, and you're going to see him, and he'll hit. But he just didn't hit here. Um, and but AJ Pollock is a professional hitter. AJ Pollock, when you look at his uh, work with the White Sox last year, he was really good. You know, and the mm-hmm. fact that he's going to be out there, and then you mix him in to an outfield that uh, includes Trammell. And Julio, once he gets going, Teoscar, and of course, you know, all world Kelnick has another double today, uh, stayed in the game uh, for nine innings today. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's that's potent. That's potent. And again, this kind of team, you're not going to, you don't need to score seven and eight runs a game. You will some days. He scored seven today, but all the, they just need, they need, they need to string a couple hits or a guy runs into one and if you, or two. And you 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 score five, you're gonna probably give up three, and you're gonna win most of those. And so, and then some days you get blown out because Marco has a bad start, or your bullpen proves it's mortal, or something else. But they're gonna be just fine. They're gonna be just fine. And there's a lot of panic. You know, everything in life is a function of expectation. I truly believe that. If you think you're gonna hate a movie, you're gonna hate the movie. Or if you are borderline going in. Uh, then and it's okay. Then you love the movie, right? And everything is everything is a function of expectation. Every reaction we have in life, not to get psychoanalytical, but every reaction we have in life is a function of expectation. It just is. So they come into this year and we're jacked that they're going to just fucking smash game one, and they have treaded water and they've been okay. And so it feels like a big fucking letdown and a disappointment because. They haven't lived up to what we all thought they were going to be, the expectation. But they are pacing kind of where they were last year. And oh, they're, they're run, in better condition than they were and last year at this point. And they've, and they've run into some bad, you know, guys coming into slumps at the same time, concentrated at the top of their order, all that different stuff. Like, you know, what is pitching doesn't slump. One of the oldest, stupidest, you know, things in baseball. But it, it kind of doesn't. Good pitching doesn't slump, and they're not going to – they're not going to have a lot of bad pitching. They're going to have to mitigate Ray. You might have to go get some guy at the deadline, but they have the guys to do that. And you're going to, you also have, I mean, let's see what Bryce Miller does. Let's see what Emerson Hancock yeah. does. You know, the fact that they have uh, Tommy Valone, and I know that sounds like a fucking punchline, but the fact that you have Tommy Valone, who you could bring up and have a spot start if you needed to, and he'll give you a four, four plus and battle his ass. I mean, that nobody has that guy. Nobody yeah, has I'm, that guy. I'm not worried one bit. I know we've been critical. Hannah and I have been, and it's mainly been on the sloppy play, and it's yeah. been the pitch selection uh, at the plate. They just have not. They in this series, they really were struggling, and they seem to have figured it out 
especially today. You saw the walks. Um, but you bring guys up like Taylor Trammell, and he shows up with this short swing doing these great at-bats. I think it, it definitely – and you see your first people get DFA'd on the team. That's something – there's a human emotion to that, right, Dr. Copacino, that we can – we, you know, it's going to get everybody going. It's contagious. Slumps are contagious. Hitting's contagious. We see, you know, a guy like Ty France swinging at pitches that he's just not swinging at. He's not going to do that forever. He's, it, that's mm -hmm. when you just know things aren't happening. And yeah. I have liked how they've kind of been like, all right, we can shake up the lineup a little bit. I mean, last year, you couldn't ever, you could never guess what the lineup was going to be. This year, it's definitely more settled in so far, but maybe we'll see a little bit of that. But, you know, there was a good hitting, definitely AJ. What in a bat, 11 pitch at bat for that home run. You got two home runs in the series. You got both hit real hard. Yeah, yeah. You got Taylor Chamel. He's got seven RBIs this week. You know, a grand slam, a two come from behind, two, uh, two run shot to give us the lead at the time, and a big walk in an inning that turned into uh, much more runs. You know, setting up actually setting up something that might be even huge. Let's see what happens. Set up finally Colton Wong getting his moment where his big offensive moment. So we'll see what comes out of that. But we could talk about that a lot about the hitting. The, the defense was good this series, but I think the story too, going back to game one is, and maybe big picture. Wow. Bryce Miller. Yeah. I mean, you know, you saw him in spring training. You've heard his name a lot. Um, you know, I'll be I'll be really interested to see his next start because we've of seen who you're a playing. lot of. Well, <laughs> yeah, but also the fact is, you know, you get a, even even in this day and age, you get a lot in, with all the information and scouting. You see high prospect guys with really live arms and really good stuff, and we're highly touted come out and 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 for whatever reason, it's weird. Their first starts are usually pretty good. Like they, they, you know, because yeah. like they haven't seen them, and you know they, and and they, and then the book is out on them, and then they regress, and they don't have their best stuff. So he'll he'll have some adversity, but yeah, dude. I mean, he is, and here's the deal: later in the season, depending on what he is, he could be could become a reliever. But we don't know. He he could he. I mean, to have a guy like him, especially if like Munoz can't get back. And you go, okay, he, he's got his feet wet in the major leagues. He's 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 a quality arm. And you know what? For the long haul to protect his arm, we're going to maybe um, you know, go get another starter or bring up an Emerson Hancock or something like that. And you know what? We're gonna we're gonna move from the bullpen. That's an option too. Hopefully, and they're not gonna, you know, Brandon Morrow fuck with him, but um, but, <laughs> but, but there's an opportunity. So yeah, deep cut for sure. But you know, people will understand that. Yeah. I, um, I, I, but yeah, he's, it's awesome. It's great. It's great. And, uh, we'll see how they roll. You know, they're going to go up against Houston. Houston is not the same Houston. They got name recognition, but they're a game ahead of us right now. Again, they haven't they, played great. They haven't played great at all. But they haven't had Altuve, who, you know, the team goes, he's the motor and the heart of the team. And despite what your feelings are uh, on him, he, he really is. And, you know, like we said, this series is now behind us. We're happy that, you know, they, they kind of right the ship. You know, they got the big night uh, tonight with uh, Houston. Not only is it Houston, I love how they moved back uh, Luis Castillo to do game one against him. Yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, on top of that, we got the uh, uh, our we got the City Connect uniforms premiering tonight on the field. I know my initial reaction was to you. Uh, you're, mm -hmm. you know, everybody's brought this up, but I might, via might as well let you, yeah, via text. I'll, I'll let you, I'll let you tell your side of the story. We'll just keep Myron with the browbeating here. It's been the theme this week about. No, it. it's okay. I'm not going to browbeat you because you know what? <laughs> we all, you know, you want to get psychoanalytical again. We yes. all uh, usually react negatively to radically different things at first blush. We just do like that. No, I don't know. I don't like it. But then I had a design in mind. That's why. But you, well, they didn't I, go with it. That's right. Well, you should have. You should have got it to the right people. Um, <laughs> but they, but you know, like they're good. Like they're fresh. They're good. Like the you know black pants. I get it. But they're different. I I, I like them. I think it's gonna be fun to see them on the field. Now, I mean, the, yeah, I kind of have a whole issue with like the. I don't. Not a big issue. It's a low rent hot take. But like, um, you know, the the whole city connecting. I think is a little overblown because it's just like yeah, they're uniforms. They'll be fun, and. I just feel like it's like it's just this idea of like, hey, go buy more shit. Here's some it more is. shit to buy. Of it's course, X, it is. it's the XFL but, of uniforms. It's just yeah. kind of like there. It's an extra thing, and it's and and it's yes, you're right. It is. It is. It is fun, and it's all about yes, going out buying more but shit. I like them. I like them. I, I like do them. too. I warmed up to them though, Kobe. I warmed up to them. I I you. CJ, Hanson, Carl, all the people, the only people I have not told, I think I should tell my family. I think I told them, do not buy me this jersey. I need to really, 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 you know, take that back because I actually, my sister and my mom are coming down here next week. And I'm like, you know what? Why don't you pick me up that fresh four, four? But uh, yeah, the jerseys, like I, like I've, I was telling Carl last episode, just like, what I think was I had an idea of like, I wanted to go back to those kind of like, I know the Mariners had them for a minute in the eighties before we were really watching the, those powder blue ones that they kind of used up in Bellingham. I wanted mm -hmm. to see that with, but with a more modern like mm -hmm. spin to it. The pilots uh, have those, those baby. Exactly. Too. So I was like, Oh, they're going that way. Great. I mean, I, I like that lettering Um, on the last episode and I'm going to, I'm going to keep plugging Carl Tart's episode is we went through the list on ESPN. There's apparently there's 17 teams that have the jerseys and, Connects, and the yeah. uniforms. And it's pretty interesting how some of the teams, they just kind of phone it in. And mm -hmm. some teams are like, they take a big, a big shot. And so we talk about those on the last episodes, but the Mariners ended up already without even playing one game in them already at number four on ESPN's list of all, yeah. all, the, all the uniforms. Well, I can tell you the Mariners uh, marketing department is who, for whatever reason, it, it, I guess it makes sense. Maybe this is across major league baseball. Don't know. Very involved in uniform decision-making. And so I'm sure they had a heavy hand in this. Um, you know, and I think that's where you get the Easter eggs of my oh my and Soto Mojo and all those different things on the, the jerseys themselves. But uh, yeah, they're good. They're good. Now, did, we'll now did your dad, did you guys do Soto Mojo or was this something that was given yeah. to you to go, hey, run with it? You guys did. The, you know, what's no. crazy. I edited that part out of the last episode and I'm going to have to go back and put it in because I go, I think Jim Copacino and Copacino or Copacino Fujicato. Fujikata nailed it. Good. You've been studying. Been studying. I've been waiting form. to nail that one. Uh, yeah. 
Fujikato. Uh, I was like, I think they came up with that. I'm not sure. I didn't know if it came from yeah. them. And then it comes to you guys. And then so Soto Mojo, True to the Blue. You got to love these guys. Yeah, yeah I love these guys. That, believe, be, believe big. <laughs> believe, believe, yeah. believe, 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 believe big was uh, the Brad Wilkerson era, I think. Um, yeah. <laughs> there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of, there's another one that was a, uh, uh, get all of it uh get all um, of it yeah how about but fuck yeah. it the sun's out uh fuck you know. it, the sun's out. yeah <laughs> exactly and then one was one was i think we have shishka berries uh i think that was one um i think that yeah so no soto mojo uh was uh uh the longtime account person um business manager basically of the mariners account who worked at copacino for Chicago. he's he has subsequently passed uh, uh mm. shout out to steve canetta uh who was uh, one of the best funniest uh baseball account people uh good guys that i've ever met he came up with the phrase and it just kind of stuck in his head and he and he kind of pitched it to to my dad jim and and then you know it was one of those things that just had a little bit of like zeal and alert to it and so and and the marriage clients couldn't quite get it out of their head and so it just kind of stuck and it was one of those things that they started to see it wasn't like a big like hey it's just soto mojo if you remember it it was one of those things that kind of came out of the lexicon mm-hmm. like two out so what or refuse to lose or those kind of things yeah it was i just, didn't know if it was it like a kinda, banner that was in the kingdom that, that it just kind of yeah it just kind of it just kind of bubbled up and then it was like oh, okay we got a thing here um it's lived on like, forever it, it's my number one thing uh, anytime i hashtag mariners stuff prior to even doing this podcast is always like Soto Mojo. And my favorite thing to do is to tell people, like I just told Carl, he goes, what is Soto Mojo? I go south of downtown, but it's south of downtown magic. Right. Right. Is that's, it, exactly that's, right. that's what it is. That's exactly right. And st- and to this day, I will tell you, Myron, that uh, Steve Canada passed away in 2014, I believe. Um, 15, maybe. Um he uh we still have a jersey in our office a mariner's jersey that has number three steve kinetic because he was the third employee at uh, copacino fujicato after betty and jim thank you i mean this guy came up with it do you think this thing even happens if this person i don't even know how you'd figure that out i know they do call it soto right like soto's been there yeah that's that's the town that's the neighborhood but then the mojo the magic just putting the two things together It's, it's just it's it's tattoo worthy. It is, it is tattoo worthy. I'm sure. I'm sure someone has it. Oh, I'm sure someone oh, has it. So oh, yeah. tattoo. And it, I mean, how did that feel to you? I mean, like, what was your dad's reaction when they saw that the jersey had that and stuff like that on it? You know, I haven't talked to him about that, um, but I'm sure there's, you know, get, gets him a little smile. Um, you oh know, yeah. I mean, to have something that it comes out of the back of a the brain of one of your employees who works at your place, and it becomes kind of a uh enduring thing is that's, yeah I mean, that's that's kind of that's kind of cool right that's that's the little brand well, it's on a jersey it's on a jersey that they're wearing on the field that's going to be around that people are going to collect and keep it's not just on a commercial or, or a slogan that you find on youtube yeah. it's like it, this is on the newest hottest thing going like hey this is part of the history like they spent three years doing these jerseys and picking the things that they were going to go on them i mean it's 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 almost has the same billing with my oh my on, on, on the jersey you know it's on the tag it's right. right here i believe it's right here where the tag should be so that that's awesome with the tritons 
Yeah. There's a, there's a great Seattle Times article about uh, Soto Mojo that you should check out at some point. Yeah. That thing's going crazy again. Yep, it is. It's hot. Your computer's yeah. hot. It is hot. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, well, and again, yeah, uh, you know, if you're like, what, what are you talking about? Like, uh, your dad, Jim, started uh, Copacino Creative, what merged to Copacino Fujikato. And uh, you guys did the Mariners uh, marketing for what, like 20? 22 years. 22. I knew it was somewhere in there. But yeah, yeah all the classic commercials. Yeah. I definitely want to get your dad on here. That, I, don't know, I, I know we talked about this. Uh, he, he'd love to come on. Like I said. Uh, uh, yeah. So, Jim, if you're listening and supporting your son from yeah. going on a podcast, I want you on the podcast. We need to we need to talk. Jim, as I told you, Jim wants to be wanted. You, you, Myron, you could be like, hey, do you want to come on? And before you finish the word podcast, he'd be like, yep. Uh, so, yeah, let's uh, do it. We should, we should, we should have mine. He can, he can regale you, regale you with stories about, uh, about things. They end up, you know, finishing this road trip five and four. And anytime you go on the road and you can come home with a winning record, doesn't matter how you get there, just like how uh, Scott Service says, at the end of the day, they're five and four. Go down, support them. You know, you got the world champions, the hated world champion, Houston Astros in town. You know, you can't just take off from where you left off from last season, but it, you're definitely going to have those vibes. They're going to have the new uniforms out there. You got Castillo going on Friday. You got you got uh, Marco on Saturday, and then the highly anticipated Bryce Miller on Sunday afternoon. So get down there. Uh, also, thank you for liking, subscribing, and all of that business. You know the gear is at at simply Cora at simply doc. Sorry, at simply Cora on Instagram. Thanks again for uh, listening to us on the Odyssey out on the Odyssey app or the Odyssey Sports or wherever else you're getting at. Kopi, um, you'll be back soon, but, uh, you know, you're in for Hanno on the spot start tonight yeah. uh, yeah, showing right. up. I'm like Dan Wilson from I'm like Dan Wilson from Mike Bowers right now. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I think I, I listen. I think the Astros are coming in, but the Astros without Verlander scare me less. And I think it's going to be a great series down there. So it'd be awesome to get two out of three, keep it rolling, and turn some of these negative vibes around this team that yeah. that I, I truly believe is just a function of expectation. Uh, turn it back to the positive vibes, the good vibes, the Eugenio, Eugenio Suarez good vibes. Yeah, don't look at things like Ray's Tommy John surgery might make him likely miss the start of 2024. That's not the stuff you need to be focusing on right now. He'll be back when when in due time. But anyways, you know, you know, Hanno's not here, so uh, Kobe, you know what time it is. <laughs> That's. Charge. That was fine enough.